Before we start today's episode, there's something important for agencies seeking a reliable way to attract new business, especially during busy periods. I want to introduce you to Leaflow Sprint. It's an eight-week program that simplifies your marketing and consistently attracts the attention of potential clients without requiring a massive marketing budget or external sales teams. With my 17 years of experience in aiding agencies to gain visibility in new clients, this program offers a practical and effective approach to lead generation. Forget about unpredictable leads and embrace a method that works across different agency sizes. And if you're keen to learn more, you need to visit caffeine.club slash LFS. That's K-A-F-F-E-N dot C-L-U-B forward slash L for Lima, F for Foxtrot, S for Sierra. Now let's get into today's episode. Hi, everybody. This is just to say that this is part two of uh, a, a podcast episode that was divided into two, so it didn't become, become too overwhelming. And I really encourage you to go back and listen to part one. If you haven't already, you'll find it earlier in the podcast queue. Thanks for listening. So most of my clients are under 20 people um, in company size. I just wondered if you had any specific advice, because I know actually you typically work with a lot of small to medium sized businesses, um, but any advice on how to nail great email strategy when you don't have a, a dedicated internal marketing person, uh, because a lot of people use that as their, their reason for not getting started in this area. There's always something else to do, basically. Oh, that's such a good question. I think firstly, just understanding the value of it what yeah. once you understand the value of it and that's really all the motivation you need so I myself often like can't be bothered to keep up with my own newsletter <laughs> because it feels like a lot of work but then when I think about the fact that you know I have a um I, ha- I have about 1600 subscribers on my list yeah um and then um I I recently did a launch where I I launched my mastermind for other copywriters. So I was coaching other copywriters. And so I only wanted to send, you know, the launch emails that were selling this mastermind to copywriters. So once I segmented the list and split them apart, um, it turns out there were 422 people that identified themselves as copywriters. And I knew that because I'd already set up the segmentation in my automation so that they, you know, self-identified as copywriters because I knew that later on I would want to speak directly to copywriters mm-hmm. for specific services that I have for them. So um, in the end, there are only 422 copywriters out of that kind of 1,600 um, people. And I was able to sell this mastermind to them. And um, I think like my end kind of launch figures was something like um, in US dollars. I've been speaking to a lot of Americans. So all, everything, <laughs> everything is in yeah. US dollars at the moment. Um, so it was in the end, I, I raised about 35,000 US dollars before fees and everything um, from just a really small list of 422 copywriters. Oh, congratulations. That's amazing. Thank you. But so like when you see the value of email and the potential that email has on those days when I'm like, oh God, I cannot be bothered to do this. Like I'll remember that and think, okay, you're going to thank yourself for this in three months time, four months time. So write the damn email. So (laughs) I think just doing it and doing the work um, 
even though it's hard at the beginning uh, there's there's so much to be said for that because it's only then that you'll start seeing the return and then once you start seeing the return it really becomes a huge motivator in actually continuing to do it and I think if you don't have a dedicated marketing person to do um, to do all the emails for you I think it's just really important to have a process so how can you make it easier for yourself to to make sure emails are getting done so for example I think one really good strategy is to be in close uh, communication with whoever does like sales or whoever is really um in really close contact with your clients on a yeah. regular basis so whether that's account managers or your sales team or whoever like yeah. if they're the ones who are in close communication with your clients they know your clients best they know what your clients want what they need what they're struggling with what they dream about what they are trying to move towards you know they know what's stopping your clients from or prospective clients from saying yes to hiring you and this is all the crucial information that you need to put a great email strategy together because it's all this stuff that you need to highlight in your emails um, Mm -hmm. instead of kind of hiding away from it that will convince people and that will persuade people to hire you so for example um, if you know why a prospective client doesn't want to hire you instead of just pretending that that issue doesn't exist um, you can have a dedicated email that it exists to overcome that objection and to help that prospective client work through the objection so that by the end of the email, you've persuaded them to actually reply back to your email and say, you know, or get on a call with you, whatever, whatever that call to action might be. So that's one thing, just setting up systems so that you can make it easier for yourself to come up with things to write about. Uh, things that need to be tackled in your email strategy and then also I think there's the the just having a system of, of execution so it actually just happens because I think yeah. often the biggest thing is is just uh, the hardest thing can sometimes just be writing the email so if yeah. you can um, set up a system that makes it easy for you to do it so for example I love to batch my email mm-hmm. copywriting so I'll generally write um, four emails in in you know one day or half a day where um I've, I've put aside a certain amount of time to write these emails all in one go and then I schedule them out for the month so actually yeah. I don't have to think about writing an email every week um I write them all in one afternoon and then they just go out for the rest of the month and it's as easy as that I don't have to worry about it I don't have to think about it too hard so that's that's another great way I think just coming up with with systems and processes to make the job easier for you um is really the way to go when you don't have just one dedicated person who's working on it I'm such a fan of doing things in batches I think it just makes us so much more efficient and me too anyone who's worked with me knows that I'm obsessed with efficiency and recycling especially of content within the business um and that kind of leads me on to a point that and I know this is a, a term that's used in lots of different ways um in terms of email and copywriting but I talk with my clients a lot about what I call email uh, evergreen email strategy um and it's when I broach the concept with them it's often welcomed as a, an efficient way to avoid the perennial to-do list task of write the newsletter and they also know that I hate the word newsletter um for the reasons we mentioned before it should come from one person rather from the entire agency so I just wondered if you can give us the top line on on your interpretation of evergreen email strategy and and how that links up with batching things in advance and also having the motivation to to write 
even though there may only just be like a couple of people on your list at the start? Yeah, so I think that um, this is a really clever way to just make sure that you're consistently getting your message out and also that you're getting the same message out to, um, you know, different people because what, what email can be really helpful for, especially email automations, which are just those emails that go out automatically to people, um, is making sure that all your email subscribers have experienced the same email journey um which is also you know an educational journey so whatever it is that you're teaching them about or that you're telling them about you really want to make sure that everyone is at at that same level of awareness when it comes Mm -hmm. to what you do and you know how you can help and and whatever else it is that you want them to know about you so yes evergreen emails automations are very um very clever and a very important and I think one of the best one of the best email um, automations that that I love is the welcome sequence which is Mm -hmm. the automated email sequence that um, is triggered when a new subscriber subscribes to your um, email list so every single new subscriber will go through your welcome sequence now your welcome sequence might be um, three emails that you know go out um, over the course of three days so one email a day it might be more it could be five it could be seven and however you know the number of emails that you decide to send out really depends on um, what it is that you want your audience to know so uh, for example um, Charlotte if you had a, a welcome sequence I'm not sure if you have one you might know that okay you want to tell them uh, firstly you want to introduce yourself so that's one email and then maybe you want to introduce your podcast and talk about your podcast um, and link to your podcast so that's an e- another email in itself then you might want to talk about you know your one-to-one services so that's another email then you might want to talk about your um your your course when clients consistently that's another email and so obviously this isn't just it's not not, not going to just be sell 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 like you know hire me hire me hire me hire me because you want to create um, um an environment of value where your your subscriber feels like they are getting something interesting whether it's just an interesting story or whether it's you know um something informative and educational uh, you want them to feel like that they're getting something so it's not just sell 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 but this is this is your way of making sure that everybody that goes through your um sequence is having the same kind of educational experience and educational journey and is and ends on the kind of the same level of awareness yeah and so the welcome sequence is my favorite because that means that by the time you're done with the welcome sequence whether it's three emails five seven whatever by the end of it the person has been welcomed into your world <laughs> well and, and truly welcomed <laughs> well and truly welcomed into your world and they've had that like nurturing experience you've nurtured them they know enough about you and your business for you to then go on and you know send them weekly newsletters and talk about whatever it is that you want to talk about um, and I think the other option is what you what you do Charlotte where you have um, an automation set up that just kind of goes that goes on and on right so it just continues so mm-hmm. you have newsletter content that's going out every week and every time someone new um goes into the sequence goes you know joins your email list they go into this automation and they start from the beginning so you know, you'll have people on the 
20 th email on week 20 and you'll have people on the first email in yeah. on week one all going through this 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 email journey and what it just means is you have those emails set up you know you don't have to think about them again you set them up once then that's usually it although I recommend that you do go back and just always make kind of make sure that everything is still topical um yeah. that everything is still stands true because you know your business might change so you might want to change kind of some of the things that you talk about in the email um but yeah that can be really powerful as well because you know that your subscribers are hearing from you and you know you've not gone silent <laughs> um I think the only difficulty with having an automation that just kind of goes on and on and can continue to go on has loads of benefits um but it, it means that you kind of can't include things that are more timely because the whole point of that is that it needs to be evergreen content where the where the um you know nothing is time-based so it never goes out of date which is which is amazing um but then for example if there's something that you want to talk about that is timely that is like talking about the the here and now um you wouldn't be able to put it in the automation but what you could do is you could just send a separate email. So maybe you send two emails yeah. that week instead of the one. And that yeah. is totally okay as well. Yeah. And so <laughs> just starting with the welcome sequence, you're like, I wonder if you have a welcome sequence, Shella. And I was just thinking, yes, I do. And then you list all the things that should be in the welcome sequence. Is like, nope, nope, nope. <laughs> so um, we need to work on that. <laughs> um, but also, uh, you know, the... the the news, um, so the time sensitive aspect of Evergreen, that's one of the reasons I love that strategy because I think it forces this audience, um, you know, this this industry, which is, you know, typically if a newsletter or a, an email goes out at all, it tends to be really, really time sensitive. And, and it's getting, I think it's, this is a discipline of moving away from that and talking about the perennial topics that our clients face. And the wonderful thing about this industry is there are so many perennial topics. Yes, there are trends that come and go. And I like to position those more as um, uh, thought leadership pieces that could be used as lead magnet content. And no, I'm introducing a whole another term there, um, which if you're a client of mine you'd be familiar with, and if not, I'll, I'll put some resources around that in the show notes. Uh, but I think it, it otherwise it, it forces the, uh, the person who's writing it to be really disciplined in terms of understanding what are those classic topics that come up time and time again for clients and addressing those, and really getting an understanding of what the fundamentals of, of the service that they're offering is. It's, so just another way to be to get a better understanding of what you offer um yeah a deeper understanding of it you know the wonderful thing about evergreen that I like and you talked about this previously is that batching aspect and and also that kind of sense of you're not just serving a really small number of people on that list when you're writing that content it's just such a great motivator in terms of of writing you've got a reason to to really put effort into it even though you know initially it's only going to get out to a couple of people you can send it out to a much wider audience um mm-hmm. over a longer period of time without any extra effort and then the other thing the thing that i'd forgotten previously that i just think is such an amazing tactic especially for smaller agencies is yes you've got this evergreen sequence going out on a consistent basis but actually i think it's really advantageous that you've had the ongoing conversation so that when you have something time sensitive to share you can do it as well I guess 
email blast um, or you know single one-off email that you send out to the audience and they're much more engaged in it because they're used to hearing from you so my experience is that people are much more likely to read and take action if you're sending out something that's time sensitive if they've been hearing from you on a regular basis through the format of your welcome sequence your evergreen sequence and you know for smaller agencies that might be as simple as sending out, you know, you're looking at a blank month in the studio diary for the forthcoming month. You're like, how are we going to keep the lights switched on? We need to make sure we've got money coming in. So it might be as simple as sending out an email saying to clients, look, this doesn't happen often, but one client, one project's been, uh, is completed early. Another one's been pushed back. And we actually have some space uh, pretty soon coming up in the studio. If there's a, a burning project that you've got in mind as just a, a pet project that you want to, um, explore with a creative partner now would be a really good time to book a call and talk through it with us because we're able to be more flexible than usual and you're implying flexible on both time and money it might just be that you're being more flexible on time but I've seen that have really great results in terms of actually prompting people to book a phone call who previously just been dwelling on your um, evergreen sequence and not really taking action so uh, yeah, I think it's really smart um, to to use those one-off emails in a way that works uh, for your business needs at the at the current moment. Absolutely, and I think what's really important for service providers that we sometimes struggle with is to remember to sell in our emails. So, absolutely, you know, provide educational content and um, content that provides some kind of value and is teaching the teaching your audience about what you do and 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 what they should be doing and all that good stuff uh, but sometimes we do that at the expense of just remembering to say hey by the way this is how you can hire us <laughs> you know? so it's yes. really important to just remember to include that as well like um you know this is how I can help you don't forget that we are available for you to to hire us um and this is how you can hire us type of thing yeah, absolutely. Just thinking about those calls to action that you are putting throughout there and peppering um, and making sure that they're relevant to who you're talking to and, um, and yeah, reminding people you're for hire and you're not just a content provider. Exactly. <laughs> Very exactly. important. So uh, I just wondered, are there any things that you're excited about within the realm of email and copywriting that might be coming up over the next few years or months or any trend, trends that you you yourself are keen to put into practice that we should have on our radars as um, mere mortals who who might end up doing them in five years time well actually I think um gosh over the past I would say four or five months I've definitely had more clients getting in touch with me to write evergreen sequences for them oh so interesting yeah so that's definitely something that's becoming more and more popular um and just more generally I think businesses are beginning to understand the the real value of email yeah. and and not just kind of just just sending any old email but the fact that you know they are coming to email strategists and copywriters like me to do it for them um just really proves that people are beginning to understand that business owners are beginning to understand that there really is a way to do this and that it can be successful and valuable if we do it the right way so I think just generally um I'm excited about the fact that business owners are becoming more aware of the the importance of email and the importance that email um the important role that email can play within a business and yeah. I think something that's going to be tricky is all the changes uh, the iOS changes particularly to to email open rates and 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 the privacy aspect around that so yeah I think 
getting my clients certainly to stop thinking about open rates so much is going to be challenging Mm -hmm. and to get them to start noticing other (laughs) other metrics that are have always been just as important honestly but that have maybe taken a back seat to to things like open rates but that means that we have to just be more um what's the word I guess innovative around how we do email so we have to kind of put our thinking hats on and and get a bit more clever with it um instead of just relying on on open rates to tell us everything that we want to know or need to know absolutely and um just on the former point that you mentioned just this kind of concept that more businesses are understanding waking waking up to the 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 power of email and how they might implement that in their businesses i'd say to design businesses listening and marketing agencies in general this is been an industry that's been typically really poor at this so I think just getting started um, sets you at a massive advantage um, versus the wider market and your competitors really urge you to start sooner rather than later Um, because and I've said this before but typically when we start deploying stuff with clients get to the end of the process and they say I really wish we'd started this a year earlier because they understand the long-term nature, which is something we've already mentioned here, I'm not promising any quick fixes. This is very much about building um, long-term relationships and, and building trust, nurturing those prospective clients and, and lapsed clients. Um, but you're going to wish you started it sooner. So, mm-hmm. you know, if you take anything out of this phone call, uh, sorry, it's phone call, this uh, this podcast episode, then I strongly recommend that it's, it's just get started and don't wait to get it perfect. Uh, because as you've heard, even a man has like stuff on her list that she wants to start implementing and is curious about. And there's always room for tinkering and changing things. Like it's, it's never going to be absolutely perfect. It's, it's always a case of learning and iterating and, um, and using the data where it's relevant in order to do that. Oh, absolutely. And you really took the words just right out of my mouth. Cause I was, I was going to say email is one of those things where you will always look back and be happy that you started it. Um, especially, especially, you know, a year into the future, you'll look back and think, oh, thank goodness I started back then because it does take time and it isn't, you know, it doesn't just, it doesn't work overnight. It really is um, something where you get, you get out of it what you put in and and that takes time. Um, Mm -hmm. But it's when you do it well, it can be really valuable for you. Absolutely. So um, on that note, I just wanted to know the, who should get in contact with you and when? Okay, so if you are um, an online business owner, service provider, um, I also work with e-commerce brands too, and you need support with your email strategy and your emails, um, whether that is in the email copywriting side or just the strategy side of both, I can help. So you can get in touch with me by heading over to my website, Inkhouse dot org dot uk um or i'm on instagram so uh, you can check out my content there and um and find out about me there and i've also got that free 35 minute um email masterclass that teaches you the kind of basic email rules uh, and i will give you the link charlotte so you can put it in the show notes brilliant so head down there and i just you know just about uh, for that Instagram account, like there is so much clutter in my Instagram feed, but that is genuinely uh, an account that I learn something from every day. So oh, I strongly recommend you. that you uh, you do uh, give it a follow and um, and you just be picking up some ideas to the point where you, you're desperate to 
put email into action for your business. And um, before we go, a question that I ask everybody, what is your favorite business resource? And I've been told off in the past for saying business book. So I'm, I'm going to open that up and say book, podcast, email newsletter, fittingly, event, anything. Uh, what's your favorite? What do you find most valuable? Oh, OK. I'm a big podcast person. I love, love podcasts. And so, oh, I have so many favorite podcasts. <laughs> I will say, oh, God, that's so hard. OK, I'll say <laughs> I think that paid podcast is a really is a really um a favorite a favorite podcast of mine where the um the podcast host Claire Pels she really just talks about um she talks to business owners and asks them how do you get paid how much do you get paid you know what do your services look like what do your processes look like all that stuff and it's just a really honest conversation about money um where especially for us Brits it can be really difficult to talk about money and yeah. figures and stuff like that and so this podcast just really just just gets gets straight to the heart of the money conversation and you, you, I don't think we often hear conversations like that so I think it's it's a really powerful podcast. That sounds brilliant and it's not currently on my subscribe list I'm a bit of a podcast girl too so was that that, that was the get paid podcast with exactly Pearls, is that right? The get paid so podcast. I will pop that in the show notes as well thank you so much for that recommendation and for joining us here today I really appreciate your time it's been I feel like we could have talked forever because it's I think there's so much that I want to learn about this area and really aware there's so much more to implement and it's refreshing to hear from you that that process never really ends but you know just getting started is a is the main point here and um and evolving it over time so thank you so much for coming to talk to us um and yeah all the best thank you you're so welcome and thanks for having me just before we wrap up, I want to touch on a crucial opportunity for your agency's growth. As a creative agency, your primary focus should be on delivering exceptional work, not getting bogged down in sales and marketing. And that's where the lead flow sprint comes in. It's an eight-week program designed to streamline your lead generation process, bringing in a steady flow of potential clients to you. No more struggling with the ups and downs of trying to gain the attention of new business. Our program includes hands-on support, including direct input on your copywriting, ensuring a bespoke approach to your lead generation needs. No more feeling stuck in the feast or famine cycle. Our real-time support, including direct feedback on tasks like copywriting, helps you to bid farewell to inconsistently and embrace a lead generation system that's tailored to your unique needs. Visit caffeine.club/lfs. That's K-A-F-F-E-N dot c-l-u-b forward slash l for lima f for foxtrot s for sierra